0: Okay, say some things. Hello. Adventure. Love. Connection. Risk. Passion. Evolution. Play.
1: Life. The Archetypal Tarot Podcast. Provocative mythology for the 21st century. Welcome to the first ever patron-only podcast. This episode in full will only be available to you, dear patron, as our way of saying thank you. We love having you on the team. Part one is Sindera and I discussing the solar eclipse and the symbolic deep shadows and bright light in the wake of this cosmic event, whose effects could be even getting stronger over time. We also discuss the Eight of Cups, the Moon, and the Sun. Part two is Julianne interviewing Weston of Rootlock Tarot about his up-close and personal experience in the path of totality during the eclipse. We hope you enjoy the show. Mahalo. (laughs) <laughs> well i'm happy to have my co-host back as my co-host here we've had uh you know they're doing all these cool conversations with people but everyone's all like where's sindera and i'm like i kidnapped her and put her away
0: you know, <laughs> he this- yes yeah, so so if anyone's worried i've i've uh i think i mentioned in my last wonder woman podcast i got a new new work uh working very wonderfully in a all-girls school. Um, so it's full-time work uh, so it's it's taking a lot of me at the moment but uh but it's a real treat to to still incorporate and, and be a part of this archetypal tarot podcast that that uh both julian and i love so much so thank you julian for keeping it going and and keeping the interviews going yeah it's, i'm excited got some cool people too uh, it's just wonderful to see these wonderful patrons we have joining us yes.
1: can i just like Quadruple million times thank you to our patrons. Mm -hmm. You're amazing. And we're getting more and more each day. So if anybody's interested, and you should be because you know what are the the rewards? They're pretty cool. Again, we're doing all these giveaways, we're giving away books, we're giving away readings, we got all kinds of cool stuff. So yeah. So just go to our website. You can be a patron there. And it's it is super fun. And the world's most interesting and generous people are our patrons, So, and there'll be a list of them at the the end of this podcast.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for the love. Yeah, absolutely. We we
1: wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing this crazy shtick anymore if it wasn't for our patrons and all of our
0: listeners. So. That's right. And, and, and one way that uh, it feels that I'd love to participate is this new genre of writing speeches or treatises is something that 's uh, been fun for me. <laughs> I get seized by these kind of passions or or interests or obsessions that feel very related to our archetypes that we like to talk about. I would love to finish one out uh, as soon as this school year beginning relinquishes me, but um, what 's been on my mind and on I know your mind and uh, some of our wonderful contributors' minds is the eclipse
1: yeah and i I asked people on social media uh, to let us know what you know what experiences they had um, would there any transitions happening for them and I got some really interesting feedback and it it at least from what I got back it was people who it affected them and they they really, really, they either felt something or they kind of didn't. Like there's big shifts, but the the kind of throughput, and I, I see this for myself as well, is that it's like you feel the shift, but you're not exactly sure what it is. There is a kind of uh, nebulous or vague, something is definitely shifting, but you're not quite sure what it is yet. And that totally makes sense symbolically, right? Of mm-hmm. the moon going in front of the sun so things get dark again. And then the light comes out and, you know, as that light, you know, starts shining again, we're, we're changed, but we're, you know, it's the same as it was before, but it's different. So I thought it would be a, it'd be a good podcast for us, even though the eclipse happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago now uh, to talk about that, because I still feel it.
0: Yeah, I think that it's actually uh, even more important to be discussing it. I think afterwards, because it's it's easy to kind of go on with your routine or something, but I still feel this hovering energy, like you say, and uh, I think it's wonderful to to kind of ex- discuss and explore that aftermath.
1: After this segment of you and I, um, we're adding on for our patrons. There is going to be part two where I talk to Weston of Root Lock Tarot. And he's going to give his experience with actually going to the what they call the zone of totality uh, really fully experiencing the the eclipse up and I believe it was Wyoming, so I only got to experience kind of the edge of it. I'm currently in the washington d c area and so that was kind of trippy too, but Sandera, I know you had you were trying to like experiencing it what what happened you're in San Francisco
0: (laughs) so I had so many barriers to uh to (laughs) actually getting to it but I I I was so moved by the whole idea and energy of it so the first thing that was a barrier was of course the very first day of my new job (laughs) 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 Uh, opening meetings and I just had to send my my uh boss, my supervisor, an email that said, you know, I, I feel really strongly about communing with this eclipse in some way. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to have to miss the overview of the employee handbook. <laughs> 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 so um, so instead of, you know, going that first day, which felt, I felt, you know, that little bit of guilt uh, about doing that, but I, I, it was like I was possessed. I had to get in the car, um, and, and, and face the second barrier which was bay area weather and summer you know, weather
1: which is fog summer
0: weather and if any of you know san francisco or the surrounding bay is just foggy and and gloomy um in through most of august and so that was the the scene uh where i was and i thought but usually you know you can drive out of the city and and hit hit some of those northern or eastern parts with uh, within an hour and kind of escape the fog that was my expectation but as I soon found uh, I was driving north I was driving east and I could not escape you know the hovering clouds but what I was able to experience was definitely the atmosphere it was very palpable Uh, it felt like driving at five o'clock in the evening it felt it felt more more than a cloudy day. It definitely felt that coverage of the sun by the moon. I, I could sense and feel that as I drove and I was just listening I was listening to the radio and hearing uh, people throughout the country in various moments experiencing. Or also having their own troubles, experiencing this totality, which I have to say, this word totality doesn't it sound just like a modern mythological experience? I mean, it's just I experienced totality. You know?
1: Yeah, the path <laughs> just, of totality, like as, of totality. as if totality can have a path. I mean, that that
0: <laughs> exactly. Just... And so I was just feeling like, wow, these are modern people. These are people who are alive right now, and in, in this world that we live in experiencing this complete and total awe of this natural event and I could feel there it's just a rare sort of enthusiasm and and beauty that I could hear in people's voices that I just hearing it on the radio and driving through this gloomy California landscape brought me to tears and um and i also really felt that in a time where we're feeling palpably the the division and divide of our country in so many ways that this was an event that was going from pretty much coast to coast it was going all the way across the united states like a seam that you know was an undeniable event that our whole country could experience together and it, it just made me feel simultaneously um the gloom and darkness of it, but also the the hope and togetherness of it, uh, so it was just i felt this moment with the country I felt like it, you had a kind of feeling of maybe a connection
1: as well. is it bringing something together for you as you had to you experienced it but not not as potently it was it was cloudy yeah,
0: i didn 't experience it directly, but I could feel this connection with everybody else, even though we had we have different views, we have different things that we're fighting about uh, in this country. I felt I felt this, there was something in the heavens that was bringing us together or could bring us together. And it was just interesting to hear people, they, they both whoop and holler and howl when this uh, totality is happening. And then there was also these eerie, beautiful silences that would occur as people uh, felt the total darkness of the sun and this and this sort of sunset that happens on 360 degrees there was a silence that would fall people and and would have this rare moment of inner reflection in a group with a group of people so it, it really makes me think of the gift of the uh, moon card so even though in this midday brightness full sun that you can have this moment where the moon Brings you inside, brings you into a state of inner reflection. It was uh, yes. pretty magical to think about.
1: In a sense of truly, I mean, the word "awesome" is yeah. almost not meaningful anymore because it's just. Well, yeah, just the word. I mean, truly, and awe came upon them. Right? It is. It is a moment of awe. A w e awe, yeah. awe. And, mm-hmm. and and I think we don't we don't have those <laughs> enough for very often. I think just the speed at which things happen with digital media and you know all of our connectivity, we're not odd very often, and certainly not in a group. Um, and I, you're right. I had the day of the eclipse, now I got to experience a little bit more of it because I was closer to the path of totality when it happened. But I posted on Instagram. I took the moon and the sun cards out. And I took them out in the side yard and I had the moon in shadow and I had the sun in the sunlight. So they're kind of bisected a little bit, but the moon card was over the sun card. And um, I really, I, when you look at the moon card, at least the the depiction that I have on the universal, universal weight tarot deck, um, it actually, to me, kind of depicts a an eclipse because you have an image of the partial moon and then quite frankly, what is the sun? So and the just looking at this card you see this ribbon of a road bisecting the countryside and then you know like a wolf on one side and a dog on the other those are related to each other right um modern dogs came from wolves and then of course the lobster because why wouldn't you have a blue lobster crawling up in the water (laughs) we talked about we our our podcast episode um, talking about the yes, the, the lobster, of course. But to me, I I'm sure a lot of people have decided what a lobster means. But when I see it, it's like this is kind of <laughs> nuts, like this is crazy. And the two towers on either side. I mean, a lot of this to speak as an American here. That is that is kind of the picture of our country. You know, yeah. there's such a divide. But they're both kind of howling, right? They're both kind of howling at the moon, moon slash sun. Um, and it's happening to all of us. Whatever is happening is happening to all of us. And that's, to me, the sense that, the symbolic sense that I got from that, that experience so that the moon mm-hmm. card to me was much more relevant um, to not only the experience of the eclipse, but, you know, what's happening today. Shit is Isn't gone that? cray cray. I mean, if you're not paying attention, yeah. that, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's yeah. truly with North Korea and everything that comes um, out of, the Cheetos mouth there's such an insanity and such a division and no one it's like that's the realm of the moon no one knows what's true Right, there's
0: confusion. Yeah. And, yeah. and the the, the wildlife uh, literally was getting confused during the oh, winter, right? uh-huh. birds suddenly start chirping and moving around wildly like it's nighttime, and so that that feels like a microcosm or <laughs> reflection of what what we're going through. It's like what? <laughs> yeah,
1: night is day and day is night, and this
0: mm-hmm. this
1: what we experience the most of. Right, so I'm I'm symbolically we're looking at you know, thinking of things in black and white, absolutist senses, but the experience of the eclipse was a whole lot of twilight with just a couple of minutes of, you know, nighttime during the day. Um, and
0: I, Yeah, and we had a couple, I, I heard on one person's account that there was a, a few special presences that also visited at that moment of totality. So the darkness comes and Mars, Venus, jupiter and mercury were apparently seen in in um in the sky and and if we're thinking archetypally of the gods that ruled those planets it's you know and this is what if i can get this treatise out or this maybe it's going to turn into a little play or something but if if these gods and goddess were out watching the eclipse and watching our country what would they be saying to each other (laughs) you know we've got the god of war uh, we've got the goddess of love. We've got the trickster god, and we've got the god, the king of the gods, the the Jupiter, big man god, um, out watching our country, out watching this eclipse. And what would they have to say each other? Have to say to each other about what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, that that got me kind of fired up to thinking about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think of Jupiter too. Is this whenever? Jupiter, Jupiter is so gigantic. It is a massive, massive, massive planet. Remember, we can fit like a thousand Earths inside Jupiter or something like that. It's, it's gigantic. And, and taken symbolically, that is kind of what it is. Like it is such, and being so large, it has, it is this immense gravitational pull and they you know the in the real world and i'm i'm out here in the dc area right now so i actually went to nasa one of the nasa nasa goddard and so you know all that space stuff but this idea of how do we get to outer space they actually you know slingshotting around jupiter is one way to do it because it is so big so that idea of how do you use something so big to move you where you want to go uh using you know using the gravitational pull we can look at that symbolically there's so much happening now that is so huge. You know, is there a way, can we think of it in a way to use the gravity of that to maybe us, move us forward as, as humans, as Americans.
0: And uh, in astrology, it's seen as a, prot- a protector planet. So if you've got Jupiter in, in a certain house or in this and that, it's, it's looking out for you in those ways. And, and so it, it feels good that it's, it was overseeing this and, <laughs> symbolically it's nice to reflect on
1: yeah and that there's there's a you know there's a power greater than just
0: you know yeah.
1: arguing and because I, I was think I mean we have had mercury in retrograde too um, oh, we're God. just <laughs> we're, we've just come out of it I believe I hope oh good lord I, I often am not or, or I, do, I wouldn't associate Mercury is as in retrogrades is affecting me, but when they do, they really do. And it's been, I've had to laugh at it because it's literally, there was a one week period that was just insane, insane with directions, with communications. So there's just, I think a lot of people are being really thrown off course or the course that they, um, they think they've been on with, and the eclipse, and we can just look at it symbolically um, as a wake up call or what have you. What do you think, Sandera?
0: Yeah, I, I, as a Gemini, my planet is Mercury, so I feel particularly <laughs> followed and um, haunted by the Mercury retrograde. Um, and people who, are, who seem less affected think I'm totally crazy, but I'm sure many of our listeners out there can relate with me that it's real. <laughs> yeah Uh, but it it is the focusing on the the re part of a retrograde is very important that we we can re-examine ourselves force ourselves to slow down reflect and and double that with an eclipse with a moon shadow uh i think it's absolutely a time to be reflecting not only for ourselves but culturally at the moment it's just so much to to be looking at in ourselves and how, how are we participating in uh, these dynamics and um, crosses that we bear as, as a society?
1: Yeah. And, um, I think the other, um, it's funny when mercury in retrograde like previous experiences i wanted to say this previous experience that whole like oh well this is telling me to stop and maybe you know slow down uh rearrange things be more mindful of things this particular one was happening at a time where i you know instead of just going well maybe i won't go there today blah 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 blah, this is like stuff i absolutely had to do there is no like you know my google maps app stopped working my all these things my phone stopped working but they were all around things that I really had no choice. There was no option to just say, oh, well, I'm not going to do this. It's like, no, it was actually kind of life and death experience. <laughs> like, got to get to the hospital kind of stuff. So, oh, that, wow, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was real. I, I sort of laughed about it, but I, I took it into, you know, I, it helped give some more context. I didn't get all the low as me, but it was more like, holy, you know what? really Mercury retrograde, like every form of communication and direction would just go like you're done. But I, you know, I had to forge forward, which is I know what a lot of advice says: don't forge forward during a a Mercury retrograde. And I'm like, honestly, this isn't just me. I gotta do this. Like this really was not like about finding another path. It was just like, for me, it was forbearance, (laughs) just straight up forbearance yeah yeah
0: I, I i'm feeling the survival element as well but maybe not in the go to the hospital way but being the person to introduce new software to a school yeah. <laughs> When when i'm the last person who ever got a cell phone or a smartphone or anything, I, I was always behind and now i'm introducing software <laughs> during mercury um, retrograde i'm like god uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of in in relationship to that of like I guess doing things you don't want to do or being pulled into difficult situations Um, the another card in relationship to the eclipse in a kind of both literal and symbolic is the eight of cups and the eight of cups in many depictions there is actually what I would interpret as an eclipse happening in the background it's the Mm -hmm. moon um, coming over the sun Um, and that eight of cups is, you know, not a super happy card. Often there's, you know, um, eight cups and then there's usually a figure walking away, kind of walking out into the wilderness or walking out of the frame. And it's, um, it is on one end, I mean, it's about vulnerability. It's about maybe betrayal, you know, being aware of where you've put your trust, um, And one interpretation was uh, you're strong enough to gain wisdom from this difficult experience. So it's a reminder of, you know, staying upright and moving on and letting things go. Um, And maybe an eclipse is a call to that. It's a call.
0: Absolutely. I've heard this in people's stories. Um, Well, first of all, there are some um, groups, Native American tribes who won't even uh, watch the eclipse or will in the past, I think they do now, but uh, it, it it was si- signifying some sort of death and rebirth, but they didn't want to w- witness it for that reason. Um, but there are people who witness have witnessed the eclipse and, and something in them does go away forever or die, it seems that gives birth to some other belief. Some some people have gotten turned on to science from it. Some people have been turned on to God. So there was this kind of, when I was listening to the radio anyway, there was this theme of uh, people crossing over into a new perspective or a new reality. And that's actually quite hopeful for the times, I think, in terms of when we, we feel like we're facing uh, bigotry and people locked in certain perspectives that it seems that they'll never... Uh, grow out of or shift that the eclipse gives hope that major shifts can happen even in a moment Uh, feels amazing and I'd love to see happen (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah I think yeah there's almost like to me it feels like there's a shadow period that we're going to be under for a while but that there is something beyond our imagination and our power that there is something greater than us like you can't control an eclipse yeah. um, and I, I heard that actually from a lot of people that they would not go outside they didn't want to experience it um, a lot of Vedic astrologers find that it's you know it's definitely a taboo thing to do and I yeah I respect that I, I get it it is a powerful thing and I guess you know it's you know do whatever your gut tells you to do um, I, I personally wasn't interested to Going and going out of my way to the path of totality, maybe because it's called the path of totality, and I'm like, I'm good. I'll be on the edge of it. Like I'm fine. I I personally just went outside. Um, uh, I got my mom to come outside. She's older, and I'm like, come outside. Let's experience this. And I didn't have glasses, so I had the the spaghetti strainer that you you know you can look. You don't look up. You know, people got that wrong. That's silly. But if you held it, the light basically going through would show you as the the moon started crossing the sun we experienced it that way and you know it was neat and i definitely got chicken skin i got goosebumps and mm. animals and just that kind of weird liminal it's a liminal feeling it's like this edge of something yeah um, and that was fun and we went back in the air-conditioned house after that <laughs> it was good so um it was it was interesting it's i've been through them i think before but um Wow. Symbolically, it just seems like it has more power, and I personally feel like there's more effect after effect, a symbolic effect of what's what's going on lately. There's like this building of just insecurity, just a real sense of insecurity. Like stuff's being kind of kind of pulled up, and I just kind of hope something will. There's a lot of spells. I think there's a lot of people who have had spells cast on them just this need to have a spellbreaker. You know, just to snap out of these um sort of entrenched ideas um and and ways that people have. Um that I just I know that's what I kind of looked to like the spell breaking. We need to break these spells.
0: I well I think that that spaghetti strainer has a lot to do with it because <laughs> makes me want to sing like that italian you know uh big pizza pie that's a mori song <laughs> when the moon
1: hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's a more yeah.
0: is that not an eclipse song
1: <laughs> you, oh my god you are such a gemini you're like put the spaghetti strainer on your head and dance around like a crazy person well that's true that's I you're going directly to the trickster energy um, oh putting so- things on their head right exactly
0: <laughs> and and that eight of cups card though you're talking about is you know there is a face on that sun, and there's a face on that moon and and I love that because it is kind of like they were dancing there for a moment and um and just just the amazing synchronicity that on our perspective here on earth that they can be the same size uh and have this moment is just it's just incredible and um so I'm so happy we got to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. And the, the crazy
1: lobster and the, the, the idea that the moon being so much smaller, I mean, the sun is massive, but within a certain perspective, one can cover the other. So again, it's a matter of what perspectives are we holding? What, what is our particular brand of madness, the madness yeah. that's good for us and the madness that is separating us? um from each other and you know from the good work that we're here to do and that's that's something definitely that i coming out of coming kind of coming out of the mercury and retrograde is i truly believe everybody who's alive today in this point in time in our history of this world we're all here for a purpose we're all here for a reason like there's something very specific about our presence here that is going to you know is playing a role and can make a difference and in these really truly unprecedented times I say that knowing that everyone always says that but um I I think knowing a bunch of historians they're all like yeah no this is pretty (laughs) this is pretty different and uh so yeah I'll just leave it there with that I think it's we're all here very very purposely to to put our thing down to do to do our thing and um maybe maybe you know madness is a part of that
0: i think so and so i'm hoping that all of our listeners had a good moment of reflection with the eclipse and um could could maybe get a glimpse of that purpose or something that's growing um when that light returned from behind the moon i hope it grows yeah
1: or 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 even a beginning you know a re of um, it's difficult, but it's important, you know, to to take heart in knowing that it's important.
0: Uh, oh, thanks, Julian. Yeah, good
1: connecting you with, with you, Miss Thing. We've got um, uh, the next shows are going to be uh, some really interesting guests, and so we've got more for the rest of the year. We're kind of sliding our way into fall, and I'm sure you and I and Daryl will be back with more of our unique brand of I'm going to say wisdom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right.
1: It was going to be self-deprecating, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Let's not do that.
0: <laughs> the the car talk, archetypal car talk.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're in the click and clack of tarot. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh my God, no, I love it. Yeah, and yeah, I think the next time we do this together, I will be back home on Maui. Yay!
0: Yay! Oh, good. Yes, paradise is waiting. oh uh, yes, indeed. I'll be
1: three hours the other direction. But anyway.
0: Oh well best of luck to you i love you love you too thank you all and uh, i'll see you through rants ravings treatises (laughs) conversations with julianne (laughs) looking forward to seeing you again soon
1: but wait, there is more just for you, because you are one of our beloved patrons. You get this bonus second part to the Eclipse podcast. It's a conversation that I had with Weston of Root Lock Tarot, which is a podcast and al- also a pretty awesome website. And he tells us all about his personal experience in the path of totality during the eclipse. Enjoy. Hey, Weston. So... Hey. I heard. Hey, I heard. <laughs> we're we're doing a show on eclipse, and since we're just doing the um, podcast on swords with you, I know that you had a really meaningful and interesting experience um, with the recent. Lunar eclipse, uh, solar, solar eclipse, eclipse. solar eclipse. It. <laughs> it's when the moon went in front of the sun, and it was amazing. The
2: lunar was there too; uh, it showed up as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you got to really fully experience that, and yeah. so I thought I'd uh, ask you: How was that? Where did it, where did you go? What was your journey? Uh,
2: it was. I think I'm confident in saying it was the coolest and most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of cool and beautiful things, I think. So it says a lot. Um, I mean, who hasn't? Uh, So I'm originally from Colorado. Um, So I sort of planned my trip, my homecoming, around the eclipse. Um, And Colorado is not in the path of totality. But Wyoming was. Um, So a good friend of mine from New York, where we live, came out with me and we borrowed my mom's car and drove up to a place called Riverton, Wyoming, Um, and we watched the eclipse with a bunch of, uh, the best way to say it is kind of old hippies and their families uh, on a farm in Wyoming, and I mean, the setting was really beautiful. They provided a bunch of land on their farm for us to camp, kind of took care of a lot of the amenities, and so it was just, I have to thank the hosts. It was such a easy experience for us, especially since a lot of people were kind of, uh, when I was in Colorado questioning, you know, Wyoming was going to run out of water because of the eclipse. You know, the eclipse tourism, they were saying it was going to double the population of the state and all this stuff. So there was a lot of kind of stress leading up to it uh, that turned out to be not a problem at all um so yes we were a really 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 lovely place just big wide open space you can see the horizon in all directions and some beautiful buttes um and yeah it was super cool
1: and so you experienced what they call you were in the path of totality
2: right the path of totality that's big right whoa I know it sounds so ominous
1: Did you notice, so like symbolically, it's super powerful, right? Where you basically right. have, it's the biggest form of the kind of unconscious coming in front of the conscious, right? The dark in front right. of the light. And we've asked on social media to get people's feedback about their experiences of it, you know, literally and uh, emotionally, sort of metaphorically, what, what was happening. And it's so far, it seems, if it had an effect, it had an effect. Like it was yes. noticeable. And other people were like, you know, kind of like, symbolically, they were in that with a penumbra or whatever, the outside sort of a little bit. But some people are really, really feeling it. So I'm interested to know, like, the physical experience of it. And did it have something more kind of affecting your psyche? Did you come back notably changed?
2: Well, I'll start with the physical. It was... A kind of an all-encompassing sensory experience. Um, it started at about 1019, I think, and it was amazing the precision, right? So I was out in a field with like 100 other people and we put on our solar eclipse glasses and right at 1019, you could see a little kind of bite, almost like almost you couldn't tell it was there, a little bite taken out of the corner of the sun. Um, and then it was, I think, about an hour and 20 minutes or something before it reached totality. So just this very general change where the light was changing. Uh, a lot, it was, you know, a light like you've never seen before. It was very kind of incandescent and pure white and just not not the light that you usually get from the sun. But it was also dimming very slowly. And with that, the temperature was dropping significantly uh, in Wyoming In the summer, you know, it's in the 90s during the day and the 50s at night. So there's a big temperature fluctuation there anyway, but it's very, it was pretty crazy for it to be happening at that time of day, right when it was starting to kind of reach peak day temperature. And then as totality approached, you could see sort of this dark area to the west on the horizon. Uh, It was almost as if there was like a thunderstorm developing over there, but there were no clouds. And it just slowly worked its way over us, um, and then that moment of totality i was I was looking up at the at the eclipse with my glasses on, and suddenly you couldn 't see anything, and I knew from my research that you could take your glasses off if you were in the path of totality and I have to say, it was just the most beautiful thing i 've ever seen. The moon was just just pure dark black, like blacker than anything you 've ever seen. Um, um, and I know I'm making a lot of very, like, uh, extreme comments, but it's, it's...
1: Well, it's an extreme event.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, blacker than anything you've ever seen. Yeah. It sounds so dramatic, but it was. And you could even see the, the, like, craters around the edge of the moon. It wasn't, like, a perfect circle. It was just so clear, and I don't even have that great a vision. <laughs> um and then behind it was just the purest white light just emanating out that corona Um, and the sky was kind of dusky and i just i have not seen a picture i've looked at so many pictures of the eclipse and i have not seen one that really captures what it looked like with with your eye Um, and it just i've i had chills for the whole time just my scalp was tingling and i just felt so joyous and everyone was so happy and Just, it was a very, very beautiful moment. But there was basically a sunset in 360 degrees on the horizon. The sky was pink all the way around. Wow. And it was kind of like being on Earth, but also being on some other planet at the same time. It just felt so strange, but so beautiful too. And then as far as the psyche experience, you know, several people had kind of said, in different traditions you're not supposed to go out and see the eclipse or mm-hmm. uh, there's this astrology podcast i listened to by this woman Ann Orley. she does a weekly weather and i really i really love it she was talking about how she would never go to the path of totality because she didn't want to absorb that energy i don't know i i don't feel like it had a negative effect on my psyche in that way i feel like it was both the things that were going on in my life around that time were both messy and clarifying,
0: which mm. I think is
2: kind of something that I would associate with eclipses astrologically. Yeah, I just, I I do feel like there was a shift in me and it's a very interesting time for me to feel a shift because I'm just going back to school right now, mm. entering a new graduate program. So there's a lot of shifting in my life anyway. Um, but it felt like kind of this great, Moment that embodied that feeling for me. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it's funny. I did. I didn't hear that. You know, a lot of people believe you shouldn't be out in the path of totality just to observe. I didn't hear that till afterwards. So I, uh, I didn't. I, I was on the edge of it. So I think we had like eighty percent or something like that. Yeah. Where where I was during the eclipse. But um it's interesting to see that that people are. You know, because it's sim. You know this symbols are very heavy the what we um you and i will discuss on our this podcast about swords that that idea of the the life of the mind the life of the body and mm-hmm. that um i i was barely outside or i was outside looking through a spaghetti strainer <laughs> 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 yeah i was but really just the the idea that um i mean it's would have an incredibly powerful experience that when you get cold and you know it's super hot i'm in the maryland dc burbs area and just the changes in the weather so quickly it never really got dark but it got dim birds Mm -hmm. the bird sounds change the cricket sounds change just this you can everything that's happening right now you have no control over um that is you know this is a cyclical every whatever hundred years depending on where you live this is going to happen but just the sense of like we are part of nature we're we are yeah. not just these like minds walking around on meat sticks we, we're actually <laughs> we're actually part of this bigger thing and that it, yeah. it can it will have an effect on us and i did i got i got what we in hawaii called chicken skin you know goosebumps yeah and uh just a real feeling of this is this is strange it's beautiful um it never occurred to me to be kind of oh this is kind of bad energy i've been spent two months re- months being really close to dc so there's already a,
2: plenty of bad <laughs> energy so yeah.
1: i'm like whatever yeah. that that's cool i'm really glad you went and did that i'm glad you Yeah, me
2: too i i just kind of felt like i had to when i heard there was going to be a total, total solar eclipse in the u.s so i was like i gotta be there and I was there, so I'm really glad I was able to make it happen. And I would recommend it to anyone and make it a life goal if you can be in the path of totality sometime. It's just one of the most beautiful things you'll see and such a reminder of all the other things that are going on in our world, in our solar system, in our universe at all times. And just, it's like a visual reminder that, of how small we are in a, in a good way were a part of everything. And also I think that unifying moment, I, you know, I was talking to a lot of my friends who were in New York for the eclipse. And it just sounded like such a great thing. People were sharing their glasses with each other on the street. Everyone was out on the street talking to strangers, you know, which doesn't happen in New York a whole lot.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. And
2: <laughs> it just it sounded like a really cool unifying fine experience and probably one that we need right about now in the u.s with such divides so um, yeah who knows what the ongoing effects or you know consequences of that could be but it's just such a neat neat thing
1: i love it and i'm so glad i got to ask you about it and, and yeah me too share it here on this little podcast of
2: ours I've been like shouting from the rooftops about the eclipse, (laughs) maybe now someone will actually hear.
1: (laughs) It's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Weston.
2: I appreciate you. Thank you. All right.
1: You can find out more information on Weston and the Root Lock Radio Tarot podcast at his website, rootlocktarot.com. we know that you could have done something else with the last 40-ish minutes of your life, but we're thrilled that you spent it with us. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcast. We'll have giveaways for pretty much every new podcast. So check us out on social media. This podcast is produced by Both and Media. And our theme music is by The Lunar Group.
2: Aloha.